0: and welcome back to the village trader podcast i'm your host and Jabul and this podcast is aimed at helping new and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders um in this week's episode uh first of all I, I would like to apologize for not having a podcast last week life happened uh but we're back in business again uh promise not to to, to skip uh, uh weeks without giving an episode so anyway uh do make sure that you subs- uh, uh, subscribe to your favorite podcatcher everywhere with good podcast aggregated followers where you're listening is listening to us from um so in this week's episode we're chatting about uh, uh so we're doing a portfolio review uh first quarter 2021 so today is you're listening at the end of the first quarter um of, of, of the 2021 year uh so yeah looking at the, the the portfolio with a good friend of mine jose how's it man
1: Hey, in clean yourself, man.
0: Ah, good man. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. Uh, you... Life is good, man. I <laughs> can't complain too much. <laughs>
1: yeah, most definitely, life is
0: good. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, without any 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 much further ado, um, so I'll just first give the uh, you know the account summary as it is right now, um. And I think okay. most most people already know how more or less the portfolio stands, um, because I do I do publish it at the end of the uh, um, the newsletters and that sort of thing. Um, also, these details will be attached on the on the show notes below. So, as of thirtieth of March, which is um, you know yesterday, as you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so. I, I've, I've invested a total of nine thousand rand you know in, in in different phases in the process uh, um, you know putting a grand two grand two and a half and that and that sort of thing um um so yeah so total invested is nine thousand rand um the current balance uh or margin is uh 8,157, so my margin is down 9.36 percent. Um, and then the equity, uh, which is the balance plus the PL, uh, is sitting at 11,272.27, uh, meaning I'm up uh to 25.25 percent. Um, the current PL is um. Three thousand one hundred and fourteen ninety eight cents. So the unitized. Uh, um, uh, so I unitized my portfolio. Um, so you know it's more or less trading at NAV um, um, to 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 my account portfolio or account equity. So year to date, it's up eleven point seven five percent which is uh, um, 2.5% less than the top 40, which is up year to date 14.25%. Not too bad if you ask me. Uh, Also, and then from the starts, um, I'm only up 3.7%. So with a maximum drawdown of uh, um, negative 27%. And to to give a little perspective on um, this portfolio, you know, like I said a little bit earlier, I didn't start off with uh, um, nine thousand rand. I started off with a thousand rand, and some of the earlier trades um, that that I still hold were taken on the thousand rand and not on the nine thousand rand. So a little bit of context there. And um, I think I think this has been a relatively successful portfolio. Um, yeah, I think this has been. Um, so far, so good. So far, so good. Um, any thoughts, my friend? Mm, mm, mm. Um, I just want to maybe just get
1: some insight on the, since you just mentioned that you didn't just start with nine grand, you started like with a thousand and just uh, constantly funding. Mm-hmm. So what's the span? Like how, how many months did it take you to actually end up funding about um, 9K?
0: So starting from August, so from August, August, September, November,
1: about eight months. About eight months. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, so one, one thing I just wanted to highlight is just the fact that just starting off with small as you can. You don't need to just go in all deep and they say, okay, I just need 10K to actually just start. I can just start with like a thousand manage risk and then just constantly every month just funding maybe with whatever you can.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so when 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 we when we started, so started trading equities uh, when we started the, the the Wednesday webinars with Simon and myself, and that's when I actually started trading um, equity CFDs for the first time in my life. I, I previously traded uh, um, equity indices and not uh, um, mm. uh, equity CFDs themselves. So there was a lot of uh, um, unknown or I was basically I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> pretty much I just had a vision <laughs> of, of what I wanted to do but what I did come up with mm-hmm. what, what I did come with in the process was um I knew that I wanted to be rigid on on my risk management I knew that I wanted to um um I knew that I wanted to 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 uh, um, to be disciplined, just on the trade and, and trading my plan. So, um, great, initially, I didn't have much of a plan. I just knew that I wanted to to, to trade a, uh, a few breakouts, uh, breakout patterns like you know bull flags, wedges, uh, horizontal breaks, mm-hmm. uh, bearish engulfing, uh, kangaroo tails. So I had a bunch of setups that I that that I was gonna trade and um I, I knew i always like started when we started the process i, I at the back of my mind I knew like okay I'm, let me just do everything and then in the process i'll refine to, to to come up with my own strategy and 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 so and i also wanted to take advantage um um you know running around there but i wanted to take advantage of the um um the no minimum uh, you know benefit, I suppose that we had on thick markets so, mm. which 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 meant i was I would be able to trade a thousand run portfolio without uh, um, uh, breaking the risk management rule, which was at the time a a, a two to thirty percent rule uh, mm. trade uh, risk per trade um uh, and then you know i've I've since still have two uh two to three percent but then the other one percent is just for slippage and um yeah it's basically to cover for 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 things like slippage because uh when i calculate my risk when i calculate my positions as i always base it on 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 two percent so anyway yeah started with a thousand rand and which is uh, you know, typically before no minimums, uh, um, traders would start with very too little, too little capital, and were just decimated on mm. on the cost of trading, and it meant that we had to, uh, you know, effectively trade um, too big in, in 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 proportion to to the portfolio, uh, um, you know, and and when you're trading uh you know when you're risking 10 15% on a single trade you know even 20 30% on a single trade man your ruin is guaranteed <laughs> over time you know mm, mm, mm. um so Definitely. yeah so I want coming into the process you know i knew that at least we have no minimums i can trade small um i didn't care if the trade was a th- was 20 rand at the time so i was risking 20 rand in the mm. trade what I wanted to get through was that just get the process right. So my goal when we started this process was, you know, just get the process right, get the trading right, and then we'll think about money later. Even now I don't I don't think mm. about money um in, in 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 a sense of, oh, I gotta make money on this trade, I gotta make money on that trade. Now I have a, a, um, a belief that says, you know, over the long run, I'll make money and I'll make a heap of it. Um, But, you know, in the short term, it's just, I'm just playing my odds. I'm just pushing the odds um, um, as much as I possibly can. Mm, mm, mm. See.
1: Mm -hmm. With that, um, I just want to touch on something. Uh, I just need to go and find it, if I can actually find it, though. Something that I just read today, something that you just mentioned. Uh, Maybe it might make sense or something, but in... What it said is, when making plans, think big. When making progress, think small. Yeah. And I think that just sums up what you just said in terms, of, uh, in terms of the money. You know, like the big picture is, okay, cool, making heaps of money and all of that. But in, in terms of the process, it's just that taking the smaller steps in order to reach that big time or huge goal. Instead yeah, of trying to take large steps or the biggest steps in order to reach that goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Like, uh, you know, when you when you focus on the habit that make up the goal, you're more likely to achieve the goal than focusing on the goal itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, that has been uh, um, always my approach. And for me, a, a, um, um, a win was always at least in the first year was okay let's let's just finish the year with with some money in the in the account like in other words don't
1: yeah
0: first objective just don't blow it. don't lose everything
1: yeah
0: you know yeah that, that was the that was my main objective like it, it wasn't uh, um make a lot of money no it was just don't lose anything
1: mm-hmm and the year on a positive, even if it's break even.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think um, it's 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 a it's a goal that traders underestimate a lot, um, because you know we we in this business to make money. Um, let's not kid ourselves. Um, but if your first goal, especially in the first year, is finish the year. With what you had, or with some money, so don't blow out. You know, mm. so, you know. Don't. And, and in 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 some ways, I I'm, I'm sure someone's like, ah, but you will be adding more capital. I, I I get that. I get that. But still, as mm. as 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 a, a potion, as a as a, as a, as um uh the reason why the portfolio is twenty five percent up, um is because I did not focus on making a lot of money. I just focused on making sure that I preserve my capital. And what that did for me was, uh, I will touch on the, the, the key uh, performance contributors in just a bit, but what um, the reason why the portfolio is up 25% right now, as so a speak, is because when, when I was going through a, a, a string of losing trades, when I was going through a run of bad trades, none of those trades did enough damage that um, A, I was too uh, debilitated to trade again or I've blown uh, blown out that I don't have more money to trade again. So none of those trades were Mm -hmm. big enough uh, uh, um, to to make any um, negative or any um, significant impact um on 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 me psychologically and on 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 the bottom line
1: yeah yeah and just like that uh, what's it that bu- that budget advert Whereas uh, I think there's this lady who's driving and her name I think is Natasha or something.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: then Tavo comes with the quarter and then he just sunks her bank balance. so he just crashes into a car. Yeah. And <laughs> they say he sunk her bank balance.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah and you, so I guess the one trade. that to you. Yeah, you can do that with just mm. one with, with, with just a single trade. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, five possible outcomes on any given trade. Um, so, so any trade that you take for whatever reason will the outcome of the of, of, of that trade will be one of the five so it's it's either it's gonna break even or it's small loser small winner or it's gonna be a big winner or it's gonna be a big loser right so even though we can't control hmm. what the market does once we're in a position we can control how much the market impacts us so if the market moves in my favor how much that impacts my peer now um, you get you you you, mm. you get to, to to choose that more or less because you know either you take profit or um, your trailer stop nicely and, and you, you, you get stopped out at profit etc or if it moves against you how much that impacts you you get to choose right mm. so if, if yeah uh, if I don't if I don't cut my losers quickly, I won't have. As long as you eliminate the big loser, you'll survive a run of losing trades, and uh, to which you learn from them, and uh, ultimately you'll become a better trader and and you know ultimately be profitable. They say in this business, if you stay solvent long and for long enough, you'll you you will be profitable. It's just a matter of when and not if, and if, that's if you stay for mm. long enough. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what I've learned... Which makes sense. Yeah, what I've learned the most is that when you keep enough capital to be available for your winners. So like for me, trading is about pre- pre- preservation of capital, right? So it doesn't matter how many uh, um, losing trades in a row that I'm going to face just as long as I'll still have capital for that big one because eventually it's going to come or mm-hmm. for a string of, 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 good ones as well. Cause it's, 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 it's always going to come, you know, and I'm, I'm actually quite impressed at myself with, with how, cause when I, when we started trading this, we're at the tail end of, 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 um, the COVID bear market you know, Or the COVID crash as it were mm. So mm. Even though I was nervous I managed to survive Probably the hardest market That you can face, the bear market Because it's so volatile And, and, and things just bounce around all the time And on top of that I went mm. to the Volatile market, the stock market Because, you know So, you know, it was uh. It was, it was quite, um, you know, if I do say so myself, it was quite impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I would say that you just, you got your stripes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, way, yeah,
1: you know, did, yeah, you did get your stripes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was chatting with Simon the other day, like, you know, I was telling him that, you know, sometimes I get worried that, um, you know, is this, is this, just, you know, like being in, in a bull market or it's just skill. And then, you know, over the days I've been thinking about it like, but there's, there's nothing to be worried about because when the bear market comes, my stop losses will take care of that and I won't have any shares when the bear market comes. I won't hold any shares when the bear market comes. Mm. So because I have rigid, rigid rules in place, and for as long as they don't change those rules, um, and for as long as uh, I, I stay disciplined to those rules, there's absolutely nothing to be worried about when the bear markets come. The system will handle the bear market. I don't have to necessarily do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, man. And uh, um, uh, I think I think uh, it's it's probably a good idea to run through. Uh, my key performance uh, contributors in terms of what I think, yes, we we're, we're we're key to 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 the performance right now. Um, and I think um you know if i if I knew what I know now then, you know, this portfolio would probably a <laughs> whole lot better. but it, it probably looks <laughs> this way because of those. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad of I'm glad it started badly as badly as it started <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's, there's, yeah because
1: I guess mm-hmm. I guess uh, when you are at the bottom there's only one way to go and that's up. so yeah 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 And I want
0: say um, the worst thing that could happen to 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 a trader is to start off off is, is to start off with a winning streak. Um, and I think that's that's pretty that's mm. that's very very true. And I think the best thing that could happen, you know, at least with experience, um, uh, I'm saying with experience, like I have like 20 years or something. <laughs> but uh, but with, <laughs> at least with my personal experience, um, the best thing that could happen to a trader is to start off with a losing trade because with a st- to start off with a string of losing trades, because what it does it teaches you how to take a loss, and and and, and taking a loss is probably the most uh, um, you know somewhere along with with a positioning sizing one of the most important rules like if if you if you are unable to take a loss um, man you will blow out because what's going to happen now is you, <laughs> you find yourself in an, in a trade that goes against you and you can't take a small loss and then it goes lower and then you think uh, you're still right and you, can't, you still can't take a loss and then you buy two for one mm. you know average down and then it continues to go lower and then eventually you're forced to, to take a big loss you know because you know much mm, mm. but if, if yeah you go through, yeah definitely if you go through the process of just taking losses and cutting them short at all time you get used to it so much that when it starts to actually play out, and you start to gather some winning trades, taking a loss, no, doesn't have a negative psychological impact on you anymore because you've you're a bit punch strong. You've been you've taken so many hits. Even like boxes, it's not like boxes don't get hit. They do, but they just know how to take a hit. Mm. Yeah. So and I think it's 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 a similar. So coming back to to key yeah. performance contributors, one was risk management, and you know we, we chat a lot, um, um, and I'm sure you you see my you see my tweets. I'm very uh, regimented on risk management. My my trading revolves around risk management, and if you if you were to ask me my trading strategy uh, or my trading methodology is, I, I would say I'd simply describe it as defining a trend and managing risk, right? So mm. for me, um, risk management has, has been the probably the most uh, important uh, performance contributor And being mindful and being present in your trading, Um, just being aware of things happening in the market when you're trading, when you're trading style, with your emotions, just being aware of uh, um, things happening in in, in your trading process, you know, catching yourself while thinking about the mistake you're about to make, just catching yourself in the thought, um, you know, just being present, man, being aware of being in the zone, Mm. Being aware of, of, of what's happening in your portfolio, um, where you like just being aware, man. I'm, I'm finding difficult. Not
1: being on autopilot.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't be an autopilot, man. Just be be aware. Um, um, if things are working, you know that things are, are working. When things aren't working, um, you're you, you aware. And then if there's some things that you don't know how to navigate. You are aware that okay, I don't know how to navigate this, and therefore you know how to um, uh, you know how to navigate uh, and ask the right questions to get to get to 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 to, to, to get answers you need. So being aware is 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 is, is uh, was quite important. Um, journaling, I think, journaling has probably be uh, along with risk management the uh, um, the like the main um contributors of of um uh, uh, uh you know contributors of the performance and you know journaling and reviewing your trades after you know exiting like just going back a week later just look at the trade and and, and see how you can improve has been the uh, um i could say the 10 because when I started trading equities, it was just throwing mud at the wall, seeing what what's what, what's going to stick, and you know trying trying <laughs> to revive and, and and you know fix things and and you know change things here and there, you know. And without uh, with mm. that being said, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying people must now change or uh, tweak their systems every day, but that's not what I'm saying. But um, reviewing and journaling your trades and going back like a day later a week later or whatever the case is and see where you, you could have done better. Or um, if, if you took a loss, you know, was it a justified loss? Was there something you could do better or something about the the, the trade itself that was mm-hmm. fundamentally wrong, um, et cetera, et cetera. For example, yeah, I noticed that when I'm trading, facing the 200-day exponential moving average, almost all the time I got stopped out. when when I was trading against um, the trends or kind of figure that out fairly quickly through that process of like going back into um, uh, um, the trades that you've exited, you know, going back to your journal to see where you could fix, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Try not to do it too much and try, and there's certain things where, okay, like you say, I think if I do this, my trading would be better. And you don't you don't necessarily have to change it immediately but you just need to be aware of it um, on the next maybe 10 or 20 trades that you're gonna take to see if it's actually gonna make the trading better just you know refining your system here and there until you find you find a system that matches your um, um, j- j- that matches your personality and I think that's another one one um, of a, a, a performance. Contributor is that I, I, um, I try to to match my trading or the market with my personality. So I try to find my alignment in terms of lifestyle and personality with the market, and in, in terms of just fitting myself to the market. I let the market fit itself to me. So from the time frame that I choose to trade, mm. the markets that I to choose to trade, the the um, the time that I that I choose to spend on the markets and that sort of thing. So just doing that was quite important because it meant that, you know, I was able to, you know, be more aware of what's happening on my trading um, because of, you know, my trading did not, um, it, I suppose it did disturb my lifestyle in some way because, you know, it takes a bit of time. Um, but... Mm. And not in such a devastating manner that you know my life now just trading is going well, but my life is falling apart. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um I know it should it it should sound like it should be obvious, but it's not quite like just trade your own ideas. Like trade, I traded my ideas. You know, even though that some of the methods were I took some of the methods from the internet or from the classic chart patterns or, uh, a at the lazy that I took from someone Pan. but I was trading. So I took those ideas and made them my own, right. I own mm. you know, those ideas. Like, you know, they belong to me now. Cause once, once, if, if I put money behind mm. that idea, that idea is mine. So trade my ideas instead of I'm um, looking for tips constantly, um, so just trading my ideas and, and under, like intimately understanding why your system would make money. Like, yes. in other words, understanding your edge, where your edge is. And this is important because if you understand your edge and if you understand uh, intimately why your system would make money, you would also understand it when it goes through a bad patch or when it goes through a misalignment with the market because every system in the world at some point in time it will meet even if it's like you know three trades at a time or 20 trades at some point in its life it will find misalignment with the market right so Mm, mm, mm. um just trading your your, your your own ideas and then having that intimate understanding of why this thing would make money. Why, like, where's my edge on it? For example, I'm a trend follower. So I understand that intimately that my system will make money because my winners should be bigger than my, how bigger than my losers are over the long run, you know? And I don't necessarily have to be right mm all the time, or even 50% of the time, I could be right 40% of the time and still make money. And I understand how that would happen. You know, so... Yes. You intimately understand that, and it's, it becomes also uh, simpler to... Um, to 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 be disciplined to 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 the to the plan, and also to not to dump the plant just because it's going through a, a bad patch because when you understand your edge you understand that 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 sort of thing will happen over time
1: yes definitely
0: yeah and another one is uh suppose not a key it's uh, not a performance contributor episode, <laughs> but um yeah. something an awareness yeah. is that demo accounts the only thing demo accounts are good for is to just so that you understand the platform you know which buttons to click and because and even for backtesting i don't think backtesting on a demo account is 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 or um testing a strategy in a demo account is an efficient way of testing it. Sure, it's not a bad idea um, to, to, to test if something works without putting money on the line. But here's one thing you can't backtest. You can't backtest the emotions. You can't backtest having money on the line. So it's going to be easy mm. for you on a demo account to take 20 trades without any trading errors, whether 5, five 10 of those trades were losers it's easy for you to take the eleventh one, even if you had ten in a row that were losers. If you don't have money on the line, once you have money on the line, man, that that, <laughs> <laughs> that that changes a little bit, even if it's it's a small amount. So, you know, I always tell people, man, you, can, you can't you can you can't know until you bet. So, mm. um, once once you find something that you think should work. Even if you have like vague ideas, just put money on the line and manage risk like your life depends on it and you will survive um, to find out if you actually have an edge. Um, You don't need to put down 50,000 rand to find out if you're in an edge. You can put like 2,000 or 1,000 and trade it. With perfection, just to see that it has an edge, or whatever it is that you want to do, mm-hmm. with an edge. You don't need a lot of money to 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 find that out.
1: Yeah,
0: right. And um, um, what? Yeah, it's okay to take a loss, man. It's it's like for me, um, I I don't, I don't like. None of my trades, I don't, I don't see my trades as having or killing risk. And I know it's going to sound a little bit weird that I take risk-free trades, and yet I lose money from time to time. <laughs> um, mm. So let's, let's first define risk, right? Well, cool. risk is a difference between your expectation and reality, Right? Yeah, you expected that um 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 the stock the stock is going to go higher. It doesn't, and um um that's your risk, right? You expected that you're going to make money, yeah. and then uh, you know you don't, and, and that's a risk. So, what are my expectations when going into a trade? I expect that if the market does this, I do that. If the market goes against me, I exit. That that's my expectation. So whether the the trade, this unique trade, is uh, a losing trader or um, a profitable trade, is is. I expected, I expected it to happen. I expected either to make a loss. And I've kept that loss by placing a stop-loss a stop order as I enter the market. And um, if it's profitable, I expected it to be profitable um, because I, I, like when going into the trade, I said, if the market does this, I'm going to do that. If the market does that, I'm going to do that. So what's the risk there? The risk is not the market. Or the risk does not sit with the trade or the risk does not sit with the market. The risk now sits with me that the market goes into my stop mm. either i cancel my stop or widen it further or you know fidget or exit the trade before my stop is <laughs> triggered and um, so the risk now is me not doing what i'm expecting of myself to do cuz i from from the market perspective mm. i don't expect anything i expect something to happen and all i know is that the 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 parameters to which um I have my if statements, um, uh, we' see if if it does this I do that. If my God does that, I do this. So as I enter I know where I'm exiting, I know how much I'm gonna lose if I'm wrong. I know how you know that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah so that's the and and what 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 we typically call risk, which is uh, a, um, a, a potential loss. To me, it's just a, a cost of finding out if this particular trade will be a winning trade or not. So it's just a cost of getting into a movie to find out if this particular movie <laughs> watches nice or not. So it's just basically that. And yeah. then I, um, I try to... You know, when trading is a business and we should trade it like one and run it like one, you try to... Um, get as much revenue because the aim of a business from a financial perspective is to get to get as much revenue as possible at the least cost so yeah at, at the core of my strategy is try to ensure that my revenue i.e my winning trades are big than my cost of trading which are the losing trades they're just a the cost of business right right and the net net, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm ahead. So I've tried to make my winners as big as possible, and limiting my losing trades to basically uh, a small portion of my portfolio. Um, uh, uh, you know, if if you if um, I'll post the distribution of the last few um trades um, that I exited in terms of um the win loss. Ratio, you'd see there's a bunch of small losses there and two really big trades. And all those bigger, mm. big, big winners pay for all the losers and then some nice. Mm. Right in the short term, that, that ratio could be skewed or could be flat, but over the long term, if you do that for long enough, those big winners really add up. Um, and really, mm. really cover those 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 losses. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean that's the that's kind of, um, uh, and and I think I um, think it was Larry Height. Um, he says uh, you can't tell if you uh, you can't win if you don't bet, and if you lose all your chips, you can't bet. So. If your winners are small, you'll always have the money to bet to find out if you a winner. So, it for me, um, what I've learned, I think the 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 most important lesson that I've learned over, um, say, the past couple of quarters is risk mm. management. Like, yeah. I, I can't stress how I can't stress enough how <laughs> important risk management is because. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, I, I And I think without it, man, you just, uh, you might as well go to Monte Cassino, man. <laughs> I,
1: I think in what you know what you should do? On those village trader merchandise, maybe on the shirts, mm-hmm. we should just put in like maybe a slogan that just says risk management. The way <laughs> you just stress so much about risk management, I think it should just be put it on the slogan as well. Just yeah, print it out,
0: hey man. Risk management is is, is, is... <laughs> and and ah, man and and in, in, even intuitively, when you think about it intuitively, um, mm. if your mm. losses are small and your winners are a big, or big enough, you should be ahead. Intuitively, yeah. So Now the problem comes, mm. uh, 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 when when. A lot of traders, when when they find themselves in a losing position, they convince themselves because that possibility always, always, always exists that the market will turn around and make you hold again. Mm, All right. Mm, um, and and when they find themselves in a winning position, um, they get so scared that the market will take away the money they already have. So rather they just take the profit and they end up taking a small yeah. So mm. where they're supposed to be uh, optimistic, they become pessimistic. And where they're supposed to be pessimistic, they become optimistic. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, this, this, it's, uh, it's one of those cliches, man, like cut you lose your losers short to let your winners run. Um, and it's, it's so difficult to do because it's counterintuitive to everything that we know. Because um, as human beings, when when you have something that causes you pain, your default uh, is to try and block that or try to do something that uh, uh, like to 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 correct that, right? And the mm. the, the, the in the market, there is always a possibility that the market will turn, right? Yeah. But but it's not worth. Uh, 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 you know what a stop loss point is right perhaps perhaps it will yeah explain it uh, much better so i'll i'll make it you know in it in an, an example for me because i'm a trend follower uh, but even if you, you're not a trend follower so it says this is where the market is not gonna go I'm saying the market is going higher, but this is where it's not going to go. That's where a stop loss should go, right? Mm. If it does, however, go there, I am no longer willing to stay in the trade or to lose any a cent more just to find out if I was right on this particular trade. If I am right on this mm. particular trade and the market goes to a point where I said it shouldn't, I get out. But if it comes back to, uh, uh, and it turns out that I was actually right, then I can just like, take the trade again. Yeah. Right. Sure. There's a risk of being web Sure. But th- that same, assuming you have an edge, that same decision repeated multiple times will end up being profitable. So it's about mm, mm. stretching those 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 odds as far as you possibly can. So when, when I get into a trade, I know exactly where I'm going out in terms of where I'm willing to let the market go or the, the amount of room that I'm willing to give the market um, in order for me to stay and find out if I was right on this particular trade, on this one unique trade, right? And when my yeah. stop is hit... When my stop is hit, I also know where I'm going back into that position. So mm, if the market yes, comes yes, back yes. and trades above here, I am coming back into this trade. That means I was actually right, and it was just. I mean, I will get stopped for for just a, a, a you know a matter of a point or two, and the market comes back in my favor. But that is not as important as stopping those big losses because yeah. uh, um, the, the, the outcome of each each trade is, very, is, is random. So there's no way of knowing which of the five outcomes, if I don't exit this trade, this particular trade would be. If I don't, uh, uh, you don't know which loss will turn out to a big loss. You can't know for a fact. So because we don't know, let's rather define that risk, accept that risk. And when the market gets to that level, just take the loss. And, you know, like I said earlier, you know, learn to take a loss, learn, uh, um, uh, to be comfortable and okay with taking a loss. It's not about being right in the market. It's Mm. about making money. And then if, 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 uh, um, the market comes back to trading in your initial direction. It can always just just uh, come like jump back in, but you don't have to lose a cent more trying to yeah. find out if you are right. That's the point. Mm-hmm. You don't have to lose a cent because I
1: think that that that's something that we should also always keep in mind. That if you manage your risk properly. And if you do happen to be wrong on that trade, but then you get a signal again to enter, you do have that option because you do have the capital. You have persevered or preserved your capital in order for you to trade again, to have and, that option again if you present it with an opportunity.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Instead of, just, instead of just holding and hoping that this day will change. Because I think as humans maybe... Uh, we see it mostly like in people when things are not going too good and they always say, ah, things will get better, things will get better. And I think maybe that's just how it is is with Mm -hmm. humans as we are. Because we always think that things will get better, but then in the end you find that you just need to do a little change or just get out in a way
0: Yeah, and then try again. If the the market invalidates your analysis even by just one tick, take the loss. If if you, if it turns out mm. that you're actually right, it's fine. You can always jump back in, as long as you um, as long as your 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 capital has been preserved to place the bet. But the worst thing that will really happen is now you you don't take this loss, and then it runs into a even bigger loss, and now you can't go back and trade um, what would turn out to be a big winner. Mm, mm, mm. You know, because. You exactly know, was, exactly yeah i was i was checking out uh, market wizards and and some of the um um the, the market wizards the biggest regrets wasn't the losing trades but was the trades that they didn't take and the trades that you did not take <laughs> hurt the most because I was right on the market. I was right on the calls. Right on the prices. Right, <laughs> on the still did not make money. So in this business, it's not about being right; it's about making money. And you can't make money if you don't bet. And if you don't mm. have chips, you can't bet.
1: Yeah,
0: and, yeah, and 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 for me, that's what. That's yeah. Why so just risk, to... risk, man, risk money. That's why I have so much respect for risk.
1: Hmm. Yeah, as long as you just keep staying in the game in order to play. Yeah. I guess yeah. That, that should be one of the main goals as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If, if, even in the bull market, man, I can wrap up with. Even in the bull market, respect the risk. I think everyone. Hey, Joseph, before, before we, 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 we close, man, are there any uh, yeah. that you've picked up, you know, having watched? um a new trade uh, over the past year and more so over the past uh this past quarter for me uh,
1: aside from risk management because after doing it okay well what, in terms of risk management is that learning how to actually accept a loss or accepting the risk. So for me, it was just, um, it was quite difficult because even though I would have put like a stop loss, I would always say, okay, cool, I have my stop loss there and now I'm good. But then I've never actually learned to accept that risk. And I ended up <clears throat> watching some video on YouTube on some guy explaining how to actually accept the risk. And it's just a simple concept. So for example, what he said is, if you have for example, let's say 10,000, uh, rents in your account mm-hmm. and you're risking a certain percentage how you would go about it is you would say okay cool i want to risk um let's say what uh 500 rents mm-hmm. so then you're like okay um how how does it feel losing 500 uh you know what 500 is a bit too much let me scale down a bit how about 250? 250 250 uh, i think i can manage 250 then that's how you actually determine or accept the amount that you want to actually lose. Mm-hmm. Although you might be saying, okay, cool, I'm losing um two or 3%, but then you would then just convert it to money and say, how is losing this amount of money? Because at some point you might find that, okay, even though you're risking 2%, but then that 2% might just be too much for you, uh, yeah. um, just based on your account or something. So you need to actually just accept that, okay, cool once I place this trade, there's a possibility mm-hmm. that I'm going to lose this X amount of money. And yeah. am I okay with it?
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: if you're not, then you just scale down a bit.
0: Yeah. And so with an
1: amount that you're happy with.
0: Yeah. I could not have agreed with you, with you more, man. It's, 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 it's about, you know, selling down to your sleeping point, you know, to your point, if 2%, you know, make, doesn't make you sleep, you know, cut that that in half, Mm. you know, find the number Mm. that does make you sleep because the last thing you want is to be in a trade and you can't sleep thinking about the trade, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And I think that that's where the, where people go and fidget with their stop losses because you don't actually accept that amount because now you see that, oh, fudge, I'm losing this amount. Let me pull down my stop loss a bit and maybe the market will turn yeah and yeah. it doesn't and yeah. then it just goes and you're a bigger loss than it was yeah, yeah so i think it, even though you just need to actually accept that amount knowing that cool i'm gonna accept i'm just accepting this amount that i'm gonna lose this amount yeah so that was like the biggest lesson that i've
0: learned yeah and i think to, to 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 add to that you know the one of the biggest mistake people make is you know to your point they define Sharp. They define how much they're willing to lose in this particular trade. Great. It's within the slipping point. Awesome. But then they define how much they want to bet before they decide where the market uh, um, shouldn't go to <laughs> to invalidate them. So now you 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 want to make, uh, for example, you wanna you wanna place a one lot a one lot bet, right? Hmm and you're, will- you're only willing to risk, say, I don't know, 200 rand, right? Now you're setting yeah. a stop based on the position of one lot and losing 200. So ine- inevitably, your stop most likely will be very, very close and then you get hit with stops mm. time and time again and watching the market turn in your favor. Um. Eh, 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 eh. the The correct approach is to say first start with where the market is not going to go. That's your first oh, mm-hmm, starting point. Mm-hmm. The second point is yeah. how much I'm willing to lose on this trade, right? Yeah. And then, how much should my position size be so that if the market is uh, if the market invalidate my thesis or my analysis, I only lose. What I wanted to lose, not the other way around. Yeah. So you set your stop first, and that becomes your risk per se, uh, 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 and then you calculate your position size based on that. And we, we, I have, I have a nice calculator on, on my portfolio spreadsheet. Yeah, I'll leave the link to 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 that, and also um, a, a nice article on on position sizing. One of the traders, the zero zero just said. Uh, um, for positioning size, and and you know, to your point, that a, a, a amount that you're willing to lose in the trade should be down to your slipping point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. We we can we can park it here unless you have something to add. Um. Nah. Nothing from my side awesome awesome yeah again guys apologies for last week but uh we're back in biz now uh that's it for the show this week be sure not to miss another episode of the village by subscribing on a favorite podcatcher uh everywhere where good podcasts are obligated uh also do subscribe on the village straight up uh youtube channel uh do some charts there uh do join us the this evening as you're listening Uh, Wednesday evening, 5.30. Link to that in the show notes below. Otherwise, um, thank you, Jose, for your time. Thank you for listening. Check you next time on The Village Trader. Cheers.